Good morning and welcome to the prayer call. This is Bishop Smith this Friday morning, December the 4th. Can you believe it is December the 4th? We're in the last month of the year. and Pastor Adrian and myself pray that you all are doing well, your family's doing well with so much going on in the world today and so much going on in the nation and specifically our state. I don't know if you've seen the news last night. They're talking about uh, considering the shelter in place. I believe they already have pulled the shelter in place in L.A., in the L.A. County area, and they're considering doing a shelter in place in the Bay Area. So that's limiting movement, shutting down beauty salons and um you know all those things, and uh, it, it's just it's just very interesting. I, I believe more than anything, people need to be very um, careful and be safe. Let me tell you something that the Lord uh, uh, whispered in my ear a couple of days ago. I was in an establishment that I frequent often, and when I had come out, the Lord whispered in my ear, um, "Don't let your guard down." Don't let your guard down. And I knew exactly what the Lord was saying. And so I want to share that with you. You know, if I get a download or I get a DM from heaven, I'm going to share it with you all because I, I believe it's not just for me. I believe it's for the body of Christ. Don't let your guard down. Be careful. Be careful. Regardless of what folks say, put your mask on. Um, wash your hands. Be careful what you touch. I carry a backpack with me everywhere I go, whether you see it or not. It, there's always a backpack with me somewhere if you see me. And in that backpack, I carry hand sanitizer. Um, and I, let me tell you something. I use it anytime I go in somewhere and come out. I don't care if they have their own hand sanitizer. I may use that. But when I come out, I always... Um, go to the trunk of my car in my backpack and put that hand sanitizer on my hands before I get in the car, you know, because nine times out of ten when I get in the car, I take my mask off, so you're going to touch your face. And so I want my hands to be clean, and, and, and it's so vitally important that you're, you're careful. I was in a bank yesterday, and I was the uh, first person in line, the particular person, there was only one bank tailor in this bank that I went to, and the guy that was in line, I mean, that guy started coughing. I mean, it was a nasty cough. And I, I started looking like, oh, my Lord, what are you doing? You can't do what he was doing, or you shouldn't be doing what he was doing in the public. And the bank tailor saw me looking. I guess he seen my eyes get big as saucers. But let me tell you something. When that guy left and it was my time, my turn to go to the to the bank tailor, I went up, and they had wipes in this particular bank, and I wiped the keypad down, I wiped the surface down, the pins down, everything before we even started to do business. And she was standing behind the glass and just laughing. I said, look, you can laugh all day long. I'm serious because I'm not going to get sick. I'm telling you all to be careful. This stuff is real. People are getting sick. Pastor Adrian was telling me on yesterday, she just started her workshop. She was telling me on yesterday, the hospital is tough. 
it's bad. She told me it is bad. So it, it's not just the media, you know, telling, you know, um, you know, things that are not true. Really, it is bad. So be careful. Hey, good morning to intercessors, all the intercessors on the line. Good morning, New Destiny. We love you so much, our church family. Good morning to the universal body of Christ. If you're calling in from around the nation or out of the country, God bless you. Good morning to every pastor that is on the line this morning. We're going to have a great time this morning. We have with us today Sister Brandy Goods. She will be doing our prayer requests and praying over those prayer requests for us this morning. Brandy, how are you this morning? Good morning, Bishop. I'm doing well. Good morning to everyone on the line. It's a great day. Oh, I love it. It is a great day. Great day in the neighborhood. Praise the Lord. And so we have with us this morning, I'm excited, we have a son of the house. We have Minister Cy Four with us all the way from the Baltimore, Maryland area, over by the way of D.C., Washington, D.C., where all a whole bunch of activities going on right now. I know it look crazy. He told me, it's chilly like Willie outside. It is cold. It is cold. Beginning to feel a lot like Christmas. Minister Sai, how are you this morning? Bishop, I am blessed. Thank you so much, and good morning to you and everyone that's on this phone today. God bless you. God bless you. Is it feeling like Christmas over there? <laughs> you, you you know for a fact it's feeling like Christmas, and now this African is trying to get used to this. <laughs> but you've been over there for a while. You're not used to it yet. <laughs> no. No, I'm not. <laughs> hey, that that chill gets in your bones. Anyway, let us get going this morning. I'm just carrying on this morning, and, and, and I'm on your time now. So, Father, bless our time that we have this morning. Good morning, Father God. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Father, we desire more than anything that your divine and perfect will be done this morning. And, Lord God, that your will be done in the life of everyone that is on the prayer line this morning. I declare the prayer requests that will be prayed over and the prayers that we have in our own heart will be answered as we come in agreement at the top of this prayer call to command the morning based on the authority that you've invested in us. So have your way in Jesus' name. Amen. Minister Sai. Well, good morning, brothers and sisters. God bless each and every one of you today. Um, today is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Today I get the this distinct privilege of having to talk to you um, about dealing with medium. Now, medium is, is the word from which the word media derives um, from, you know, the Bible or Greek text or Hebrew. And today we see so many things happening that's coming at us from all forms and platforms of the media. The media in and of itself is part of our nation's constitutional arm in that freedom of speech, freedom of the press. But when we look at our times and seasons, when we look at what this nation has been going through, we see that 
sometimes the media will say certain things that's not true, and then sometimes it's inflated, and then sometimes we see that they give the right content and context. I remember when I was going through um, seminary, my professor will always say, when your context is off, your conclusion will be wrong. What I'm, what I'm bringing before each and every one of you today is that you need to be able to pay attention. In other words, the Bible teaches us to discern the times and seasons that we are in so that we need to be aligned with that of the Holy Spirit. The Bible also teaches us is that the Holy Spirit is the one that teaches us all truths. So oftentimes we find that various types of churches will want to be driven by the medium and various uh, uh, religious organizations will want to take side in terms of, of politics, but we're not here for that. We're here to believe in the Lord God Almighty. The side that we choose is the side of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who died for us, who protected us. Now, in the passage of Scripture that I read for this day, I read Deuteronomy chapter 18, verses 10 and 11. And it talked about where God was warning the children of Israel that when they go into the promised land, that they should be aware of, 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 of different types of spirits, different types of of things that would be happening, unholy practices. And one of those practices that was listed was medium. Medium is in, 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 our, in our vernacular is where we go to, you know, Miss Rudolph or we go to um, soothsayers or we go to people that want to read, you know, our palms and different things like that. And then they're also known as what you call a recromancer, which means that you consult. They consult with the dead. You know, in our country, many people want to be able to control their future. But the future you can't really control, especially when you know as a believer that the future is in the hand of God. He is the one that orders our steps. He is the one that guides us through this life. He is the one that teaches us all things. And he said that we need to discern the seasons and the times that we're in. What does that mean for you? Well, what we're doing here today is part of our discernment practices. When we come in prayer, when we come to seek the face of God to meet our day, to be able to command our morning so that the rest of our days will go as God has ordained for us to go because we have placed ourselves in alignment. David says, early in the morning, I rise to meet you, Lord. And, 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 and this is what we do. We prepare ourselves. We, we armor ourselves. We, we prepare our minds. That means we think on things above, and we will not be anxious for anything. But through prayer, supplications, and thanksgiving, we will make our requests known on to him. And this is what happens in troubled times. The Bible says, and the peace of God will come upon you, will come upon your heart and your mind and keep you. So I decree and declare today that even with all of the mess that we hear and we see that's happening around us, that we will stay rooted and grounded in the discernment of our God, of our times. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Let the Holy Spirit guide you. Let the Holy Spirit put peace in your mind and in your heart. There is no better peace in these times than having a peace of mind, being able to be Stagnant is not what God wants you to have, but he wants you to be stable. He wants you to be sound. He wants you to be strong. He wants you to be focused on him. 
Let your mind stay on things that are above. Think on things that are above. Think on things that are virtuous. Think on things that are right. Think on things that will guide you according to the word of God. And you will see that when this is all said and done, we will come out fine as gold. Listen to me, brothers and sisters. Many of you may know other people that have gone through the, the pandemic, have experienced the, 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 the grip of death, have, have, are now in a place of true discomfort and, and pain. I say to you today, we, the church, we have to rise up and begin to pray. We need to begin to pray for our nation. We need to begin to pray for our leaders. We need to begin to pray for the people. The other day I was telling Bishop, I went driving on another side of Maryland, and I saw these long lines of cars. And I, and I pulled over by one of the people, and I said, what's going on here? And the lady said, oh, we're, we're in a food line. Here in the United States of America, we're in a food line. Oh, thousands of cars just coming through, and various churches have come together to try to feed these people because they lost their jobs in this pandemic. Discern the times and season. Because I looked at that, I when I pulled away, I began to tell God, thank you. Thank you that you've been my Jehovah Jireh. Thank you that you have been able to provide for me, even in dry places. Thank you that you continue to bring waters in my desert times. And, and, and what I'm saying to you all is, when God's hand is on your life, when God is keeping you, there is nothing that will hinder you, stop you, or block you from moving into that which he has planned for your life. I, I am grateful for New Destiny. I am grateful for the leadership at New Destiny. I am grateful for the visionary and the vision being demonstrated and manifested right before your very eyes to allow us to see that when God orders the day, when God commands the move, when God says this is what we do and we follow God continues to bless his children. God continues to make ways out of no ways. So today I want to encourage you. Today I want to pray for at least for the time that I have that the Lord will bless you all. The Lord will keep you all. The Lord will protect you all. I believe that even in dark days, God is still telling us it's morning time. Weeping may endure for a night, but joy comes in the morning. I pray the joy of the Lord over your life today. I pray the peace of God over your life today. I pray the abundance of God over your life today. I pray that you will be steadfast, unmovable in the things of God and the things that will so easily beset you. I decree and declare that you will look to the cloud of witnesses who can testify that if you don't shake, if you don't resist, if you don't draw back, if you continue to look to the hills from when cometh your help, your help comes from the Lord, and you begin to say what God says concerning you, you begin to speak life over your situation, I decree and declare that God will answer. And anything, anything that will come to try to destroy you, try to block you, try to hinder your faith in your God, I call down the spirit of the God of Elijah who answers by fire. May he burn everything that is not supposed to be in your life. May he remove everything of the wicked, every diabolical scheme of the enemy 
to try to hinder, stop, and block you. Not only that, I decree and declare that every satanic altars that, that has been developed in your life unseen to you, I say they will come down in the name of Jesus. Everybody that has speak, spoken vile against you, try to criticize you, try to down you, I decree and declare over your life today that it will be returned to sender in the name of Jesus. So, church, lift up your heads, all ye gates, and be lifted up, ye everlasting doors, and allow the King of glory to come in. Who is the King of glory? The Lord strong and mighty, the Lord mighty in battle. Lift up your heads, all ye gates, and let the King of glory come in. God in this season is fighting our battles. Let us look to him. Let us continue to seek the Holy Spirit. Let us come into alignment with what God is doing in this season and time of our lives. Let us begin to intercede for the body of Christ. Let us begin to intercede for each other. Listen, if God, if God puts somebody on your mind, begin to pray immediately for that person. Begin to call the, the name of the Lord over their lives. Speak life over everything in this time where things are dying, people are dying, things are falling apart. I believe that our God is holding us in his firm hands in this season of our lives. Therefore, we must follow. Last thing I want to tell you, that he's making ways out of no ways for you. Listen, when the presence of God is with you, I don't care what red sea you come along or come against. I don't care what closed door you come against. But when God was with the children of Israel and they came to the Red Sea, it was the presence of God that opened that Red Sea so that they could come through. I decree that going into 2021, you all will walk on dry water. You all will see the glory of God in your life, and when you get to the other side, you will have reason to give him praise, and you will bless the name of the Lord like you've never blessed him before. I prayed over you. I prayed over your family, your children, and over our ministry. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Wow. Wow, man, he said, Minister Sai said so much in, in, in a short period of time, and um, I, I, I don't want to interrupt the, the prayer flow, so I'm going to bring Sister Brandy right now, then we're going to come back and we're going to just dive a little bit deeper before we bring the prayer call to an end this morning. So uh, at this time, Sister Brandy, could you please come forth with our prayer requests and pray over those prayer requests for us? Amen, Bishop. We have one request, and it's from a Victoria Menzi. She actually has a prayer request and a praise report. Her, she's asking for continued prayer for her family, and her praise report is that she has a new job and another blessing that came with that. She accepted a position as a campus budget director at CSU Bakersfield. She says she has been re working remotely for several months. The other good news is in her agreement, our agreement was extended an additional month. She says, thank you for your prayers. They have truly been a blessing. So, Father, we thank you. In the name of Jesus, before we come with our petitions, Lord God, we want to just take time to say thank you. 
wherever you are, begin to just thank God. Father, we thank you. We thank you for being God. We thank you that you still sit on the throne, Lord God. We thank you for being the author and the finisher of our faith, Lord God. Father, we thank you that it's not because any goodness of our own, but it is by your mercy, Lord God. We thank you for your loving kindness and your tender mercy, Lord God. We thank you for your unfailing compassion, Lord God. Father, we thank you for clothing us in our right mind. We thank you for a breath in our lungs, Lord God. We thank you for life and help, Lord God. Father, we thank you for stability, Lord God. In the midst of change, Lord God, we thank you that you are constant. You remain the same and you change not. Father, we thank you for the privilege of prayer. We thank you, Father, that you hear us when we pray, and when we call on you, you will answer. Father, we thank you that you are still saving, Lord God. You still heal, you still deliver, you still set free. In Jesus' name. Father, we continue to pray for Victoria's family, Lord God. We pray, Lord God, for your protection over her family. We pray for wholeness in every area of her life, Lord God. We pray for the salvation of her unsaved family members, Lord God. We pray that they would know you, Lord God, that they would be drawn to you because of Victoria's life and light, Lord God. We ask that you would draw them by the power of the Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for Victoria's testimony. We thank you that we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. Father, we pray for those who are still waiting on their breakthrough. We pray that they're encouraged by her testimony. Father, you're not a respecter of persons. And we pray, Lord God, that you will come through on the behalf of your people. Father, we pray that you would show up and show out in the name of Jesus. Father, we believe in miracles, Lord God. We declare your miracle will manifest in the lives of your people, Lord God. Father, we pray that their breakthrough was now in the name of Jesus. May they stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Father, we thank you and we decree and declare this morning that you will do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that they can ask or think in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for those that are wavering in their faith, Lord God. We come in agreement this morning, Lord God, that their faith will not fail in Jesus' name. We declare that they would be strengthened with might by your spirit in their inner man. Father, may they gird up the loins of their mind with your word, Lord God. We speak stability in their minds in the name of Jesus. We come against fear, anxiety, and unbelief in Jesus' name. Father, we also pray for those who are experiencing loss and grief in the name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you will comfort all of them that mourn during this time in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray for that you would bring emotional healing, Lord God, and that you would bring peace to their minds in the name of Jesus. And, Father, for those that are on the line and need healing in their body, we say, be thou made whole in Jesus' name. We say, receive your healing today, for healing is the children's bread. Father, lastly, we decree and we declare that every burden be lifted and every yoke be destroyed on the line this morning. I pray these things in Jesus' name. Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Praise God. We set ourselves in agreement with every prayer this morning, and we declare it done 
In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. Wow. As we get ready to uh, wind this prayer call down this morning, as Minister Sai so wonderfully helped us understand what view of mediation. And if you were with us on um, Sunday, the one I want to share with you all is um, let's be all in on Sunday. I understand a lot of folk are online and this, that, and other. But if you're a member of this church, be faithful. I say all in. Everybody in. Let's come in and hear what God is saying to us right now because I believe this is a very important message to the body of Christ when we're dealing with media, which we get the word in the Hebrew text, medium. Um, I explained to you Sunday that 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 Media also means mediation, mediation. And Pastor Harris, who's online with us this morning, did such a wonderful job sharing with us Wednesday on a prayer call about how Jesus is the mediator. There's one man between God and man. Notice where Jesus is. He's in between God and man. One man in between God and men the man, Jesus Christ, or the mediator. Notice he's in the middle. He's in the middle. And, and, and that's the person you want dominating. That's the person you want influencing your soul is the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit. God considers mediation as a dangerous power. I want you to hear that. God considered mediation as a dangerous power. And here's what he did. He warned us about the use of it and the abuse of it. And, and that's why we see certain scriptures in the Old Testament. I'm going to give you a few. Deuteronomy 18, verse 10 and 11, he says, There shall not be found among you anyone who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire or practice witchcraft or a soothsayer, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls upon the dead. One who calls upon the dead. And and when we look at the one who calls upon the dead, Minister Sai made reference to the necromancy. That's the person who calls upon the dead or they practice magic involving communication, watch this, communicating with the dead. And you and, and let me tell you something, wizards and all that stuff fall into that category. If you remember when, when uh, Moses went to Pharaoh and he threw down his rod, remember Pharaoh had some cats, some macronancers who threw down their rods as well. But you got to remember, Moses' rod ate up their rod. In other words, the lesser had to yield to the greater. God always, always is more powerful than anything that the enemy has to offer. But dealing with this thing, leaning more towards the media of the world, soothsayers, palm readers, 
Minister Sai mentioned somebody. He mentioned one of those palm readers. I'm going to mention Sister Cleo, which she's not even alive anymore. But let me tell you something. Don't go to them for guidance. You have to go to God. And that's what happened to King Saul. God's no longer talking to King Saul. And not only is God no longer talking to him, God instructs the prophet not to interpret for him. So God's not talking to him, and the prophet is not talking to him. So Saul goes to a woman who is a medium that he might inquire of her. That's found in 1 Samuel 28, verse 7. But if you go to 1 Chronicles 10, verse 13, the scripture says, So Saul died for his unfaithfulness, which he had committed against the Lord, because he did not keep the word of the Lord, and also because he consulted with a medium for guidance. Let me tell you something. Don't consult with soothsayers, wizards, necromancers, don't consult with these people for guidance when you have the Holy Spirit or you can receive the Holy Spirit that will begin to lead you and guide you into all the truth. Church, it's important that we pay close attention to what God is saying, what heaven is saying. Let me say this, and I'm, I'm going to go back to minister side. Let me say this, and I'm going to be done for this morning. I think I'm going to be done. I, I, I spoke with two prophets yesterday because I'm tired of everybody. Well, not everybody, but I'm tired of a lot of these people talking about what does say of the Lord and all this kind of stuff. I'm tired of this stuff. So I, I called two prophets yesterday. I said, what is God really saying? Now, I can, I can prophesy. I can hear God for myself. But I trust these particular prophets because I know they're real prophets ordained of God. And one of them sent me... Um, this prophecy that he put out before the election that he had, and he said, didn't I send it to you? I said, no, you didn't send it to me. So he sent it to me, and I read it, and so forth, so on. And, but one of the other prophets, and I may talk about this a little bit on Sunday, he told me, he says, Pastor, here's what God whispered in my ear. He says, God told me to see, S-E-E, see, the kingdom. In all this going on, can you see the kingdom? See, in order to see the kingdom, you have to seek the kingdom. Can you see the kingdom over the distractions? Can you see the kingdom over all the political arguments? Can you see the kingdom beyond the pandemic? Can you see the kingdom. It's not physical like people think it is. It's not mean or drink. But it's righteousness, peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. Let's go back to Minister Sai and see if he has any closing remarks before we bring the prayer call to a close this morning. Minister Sai. Well, Bishop, thank you again. And I, I love the way you, you brought that home and is absolutely so relevant for all of us that are hearing today. Um, let's, let us not just be hearers of God's word. Let us not um, not get engaged um, 
and, and, and not hear the word of God because that's where our faith will be built up. That's where we get strength to meet each and every day. And I love the prophetic uh, uh, mandate that that prophet shared. He says, see the kingdom. In order to see the kingdom, you must first have sought the, uh, um, God himself. And, and that's powerful. I think each and every day when we keep our eyes upon the Lord, when we begin to focus on what the Bible teaches us as to how we are to live in these trying times, our lives will be so much better. We will look beyond all of the, the, the mundane stuff, the craziness, and we will see a brighter and better day that's going to be ahead of us, that's promised to us, because all this, this is what we're going to have to endure. This is part of the process. But if you look to a more greater glory, like our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, was, he looked beyond the cross because he knew there was something better. And I just want to encourage each and every one of you that are enduring, that are going through, that are, that are in the midst of the crisis, that you just look beyond to a far greater glory, a greater promise that God has for you and you will see that you will come through this unscathed. You will come through this with the power of God in your life. And you will see the, the joy of, of the Lord at the very end. So that's all I have to say. Be encouraged and be blessed. Amen. That is so true. We, we're, we're looking for a greater glory. And that's, that's a promise of the Lord that Jesus come to restore men from glory. Remember, Paul pins that there's none righteous, no, not one, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. Um, um, and so that's, that, that's so important that we understand that, that if we fall, we fail short of the glory of God. You might say, when did we fall short? You fell short when you were in Adam. But now that we're in Christ, we're restored to glory. We're restored to God's goodness, a position of favor and honor. You see, and that's something, that's something you have to remember, that God has favored you. Minister Sai talked about that this morning, that don't take it like the Lord is with you. Look, look how you have fared during the pandemic. You have farewelled. You, you see what I'm saying? So you, you, you're not in the lines of life, and that's what they're doing. They're putting everybody back in lines. You got to, man. Let me tell you something. Something is going on, and I, I'm, I'm I'm trying to tell you is is as as I get information, I'm going to download it to y'all because you're my people. You're the people of God, and as your pastor, I'm responsible for you all. But something is greater than what the eye can see and what the media is communicating or interpreting. There's an agenda, and it's not for your welfare. But you got to remember the agenda of heaven is always for your welfare, that you may fare well. Because I thank God that we are not in lines. I believe today the food pantry, we will be feeding families. But the majority of families we're feeding are not members of our church. And I thank God for that because as we have sown and we have given 
of 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 uh, our righteous labor into a righteous work. You're supposed to yield a righteous harvest. You're not supposed to be broke. And I boldly declare, you will never be broke another day in your life. And you have to receive that for yourself. Because let me tell you something. Jesus, who is the mediator, he has his hand on God, and he has his hand on you. Say that with me this morning. God has his hand on me. Come on, say it. Say it with boldness. God has his hand on me through the mediator, Jesus Christ. Now, Pastor Harris um, just brought a scripture to my remembrance, and I'm going to give you this scripture, and then we're going we're gonna to try to... Um, I don't know if I want to land the plane. I may just put it, I may let the plane just, you know, loop around until Sunday. Praise God. And so um, Job 9, verse 32 and 33, I, I think I dealt with this on Wednesday, but it's worth dealing with again because it is, it's, it's, it's not a scripture we talk about much. Job says, for he, meaning God, is not a man as I am that we should answer him and we should come together in judgment, in other words, or in court. All right? And so um, if, uh, Kathy, you see Pastor Harris on the line, I think he wants to say something. Can you unmute him so he can say something? I'm going to call on him in just a moment. And, and he says here, let me start over for a moment. For he is not a man as I am, that I should answer him, and we should come together in judgment. Neither is there any days man betwixt us, that we may lay his hand, that that may lay his hand upon us both. Now to understand it, we got to understand what a days man is, because we just don't use um, that type of vocabulary today where we are, a day's man. What's a day's man? Well, if you look in various translations, you will see a day's man is, is an intercessor. He's a mediator. He, he, he is one who, who stands in the middle to interpret or communicate the message between the source and the object, all right? Now, remember Sunday, I said when I go to foreign countries and preach, they always put an interpreter between me and the people to communicate the message. And the most important person in that scenario is the interpreter because as the, as the source, I'm dependent on the interpreter to tell the people what I say. And so that's the most important person. Now, Jesus... God's dependent on Jesus to communicate to us, or in this case, our case, in this dispensation, the Holy Spirit, to communicate to us what the Father is saying. Jesus is the man in the middle. He's the mediation. He's the mediator, the media, who can lay his hand on, on, on God, and he can lay his hand on man. It is so key. It is so key. Pastor Harris... Um, I'm going to call on you so you can share what's in your heart. I didn't know the prayer call was going to go like this this morning, but, hey, it's Friday, man. Let's get after it. Amen. Well, good morning, Bishop, and um, great devotion this morning, Pastor Sir. Uh, I, real quick, I, many of us have played the 
the word game uh, or the sentence game, which is where I whisper a sentence in somebody's ear and I have them to pass it along to the other person without saying it out loud. By the time that I say what I say and by the time it gets to that last person, maybe six people down, that sentence has totally changed because the mediums, the people in between, have altered the sentence from its original state. I did this. I did this in my church one time, and Bishop, I, if you haven't done it amongst your leaders, I would, I would promise you, you would be surprised as to how things get translated. And my point is, whenever there is go-betweens that it that do not hold true to the integrity of what the vision is or what has been stated, it will be altered ever so slightly. But that slight misrepresentation can cause the end result to be be derailed. So it is always important for us to be true because though you are on this prayer call this morning, you are getting the word. God has challenged you that you got to go give it to somebody. You got to challenge others now. You got to be able to communicate to others. But will you communicate it properly? Will you give them what thus the say of the Lord and not your interpretation of what you think it should be? So I just want to encourage everybody, stay true, stay focused. Thank you, Bishop. Wow. You get a bonus guest this morning. I didn't even know what was going to happen like this. But look at God. See, the media can corrupt. It can clarify. It can pervert, or it can protect the integrity of the message. Which one are they doing? Which one is influencing you? Which one is it guiding you? Are you being guided and influenced by the media of this world, or are you being guided and influenced by the first media from heaven, which is the word of God. God was the first one to ever communicate a message. Listen to what I'm saying. He's the first one to broadcast. Make sure in this season you can see the kingdom. Remember what the prophet said to me. Can you see the kingdom in all of this? In order to see the kingdom, let's go back to the, to 2020. What God said to us when we came into January of 2020, watch night service coming out of December 2019 into 2020, God says it will be a year of focus and beware of distractions in order to see, you're going to have to focus. What are we focusing on? We're not focused on the political arena. We're not focusing on the Trump or the Biden. We're not focusing on those things. Let's not let's not let's not give too much, you know, uh, concern to begin to worry and have anxiety about the pandemic. 
We're focusing on the kingdom because God is the one that will navigate us to the other side of every dilemma that we're going through. I boldly declare every person under the sound of my voice, listen to what I'm saying, you're going to prosper in troubled times. Say, I receive it. I'm going to prosper in troubled times. You're going to prosper in troubled times. You're going to prosper in troubled times. How can you say that, Pastor? Because God has his hand on you. God has his hand on you. Praise God. He has his hand on your life. And I pray this morning you're feeling the power of the Holy Spirit. You're feeling the anointing of the Most High God. So see, you're on the line. You've been concerned about your kids because some things that you heard that's coming down the pike on your job and they're going to start furloughing people. Let me tell you something. Don't you begin to worry. Don't you begin to be filled with anxiety. You have given tithes. You have given offerings. Praise God. You have a seed in the ground. And I boldly declare every time you call forth a harvest, it is going to be there for you that you will never have to want. The Lord is your shepherd and you shall not want. Look at it in the Amplified Bible. The Lord is my shepherd and I shall not lack. It is our God that shall supply all of your needs according to your riches and according to his glory by Christ Jesus. According to his riches and according to his glory by Christ Jesus. That's a word for you, daughter. That's a word for you this morning. Straight from the of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Does, does one of our guests have something else you want to say before we bring this to a close? Bishop, I'm good, Bishop. I'm full. I'm good. <laughs> Woo! What a blessing this morning. On December 4th. By the way, if it's your birthday, happy birthday. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man. Glory to God. Just give God a hallelujah this morning. That's the hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm. Wow. Man, this is so good. I don't want to I don't wanna I don't wanna land the plane. That's why someone put it in a holding pattern until Sunday. Until Sunday. Hey, hey, let me tell you something. Go and get informed, but don't become immersed. Don't drown in this stuff. Get informed, get out, and then there has to be a balance to all things. And make sure you're not drowning in media and what they're saying in the world and so forth and so on. That you're, you're, you, you know, when you're spending quality time with God, and I'm telling you, it's going to bring you peace. I am not concerned. Let me tell you something. Everything that's going on in the world from crisis to confusion and political arenas and all this stuff how it's affecting the world, it cannot, I'm, this is a word for you, it cannot stop you from being blessed. It cannot hinder your blessings. You hear what I'm saying? It cannot stop you from prospering. As long as you don't let it dominate the middle of who you are, long as you don't let it dominate the middle of who you are. That's your soul. 
Remember, I said you're a tripartite being. As long as you don't let it dominate the middle of the tripartite of man, the trinity of man, spirit, soul, and body, as long as you don't let it allow it to dominate your soul, I boldly declare you're going to prosper in troubled times. For this is the day that the Lord has made in rejoice and be glad. In this brand new day, it's a brand new you. Brand new opportunities and brand new possibilities. Come on, make this confession of faith with me this morning. Let's say it loud and say it proud. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous. I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I'm more than a conqueror, and I'm a world overcomer. I boldly declare you are more than a conqueror. You are a world overcomer. Man, may God richly bless you today. May he carry you out today, and may you meditate and be mindful of who is dominating the center of your life, which is bringing balance See, in, in, in exercising, we talk about the core strength, the core. If you've got a strong core, it, it, it's determined how strong you are in the body. That's your middle. That's your middle. I declare in your inner man, your core is strong in the Lord, in the power of his might, that you have on the full armor of God and you're able to stand against all the wiles of the wicked one in Jesus' name. May God bless you as you travel throughout the day. No sickness Harm or danger will come near you or your dwelling place or the vehicles you're traveling in. May God get you to your destination back home safely in Jesus' name. We will see you on tomorrow in our time of prayer um, on streaming. And as I said, let's be faithful to be in attendance every time we stream, every time we gather, because you, you all know what I said. We're not coming back into the building you all right now, I want you all to be safe. I, it's a decision more than the, what the governor said. It's a decision that I have made and our team has made um, as uh, the church that right now we want everybody just to really stay at home, be safe, and we're going to give you the best content that we can possibly give you and in our worship experience and our worshiping gathering as we stream live to you. We promise you. We're going to be there. Y'all, I know you're going to be there. We're going to continue to have a great time as we continue to navigate our way through this crisis, and we're going to get to the other side in Jesus' name. Man, I love you so much. This is Sister Brandy Good, Minister Pastor Harris, and myself. We're signing off this morning. Kathy, let us open the line and let us rejoice in the Lord. And again, I say rejoice.